0: Ryan Pepio continues to impress and almost made some history last night as the Dodgers get a big win over the Marlins. The downside to the game was Mookie Betts was seen in crutches after the game after fouling a ball off his foot. Rex are negative, so we're hoping that he's okay. And then we get an update on the Julio Diaz situation and arrest. So that's what's on tap, So let's get locked on Dodgers. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or use promo code locked on MLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. You can find us where we find podcasts and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked on Dodgers. And you can be coming every day or by listening to us every single weekday morning. We're here for you you, so don't forget us. If this is your first time listening watching, I'm Vince Zamperio, usually joined by co-host Jeff Snyder, but he's out today, so it'll just be me, and we're both lifelong Dodger fans that have covered the team. We've watched a lot of Dodger games. We've been in the press box, been in the locker room, been at Dodger Stadium a lot, uh, watched the Dodgers on TV a lot. We've made Dodgers part of our daily routine and daily life, and we're hoping you do the same by listening to us, and we're trying to just bring you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue every weekday morning. So let's get into it real quick. Uh, f- Probably the East Coast people may notice. Some of the West Coast people may notice. Episodes coming out a little bit later tonight or this morning. Uh, you know, sometimes we have things that come up and we can't record when we usually record. But the episode's here for you. Uh, it'll still be a weekday morning, so it still counts And uh, not that late, uh, unless you're on the East Coast, maybe a little bit late. But either way, the Dodgers got a win last night against the Marlins. 10-0. And yeah, it was a fun game to be to watch because the Dodgers scored 10 runs and didn't allow any. And the big star of the game offensively was Chris Taylor. He had five RBIs, three run homer, two run double. But on the pitching side, the reason it was 10-0 for the most part was Ryan Pepio. Pepio was making this start. Uh, this would have been where Julio Diaz would have started, but He's on the he's on administrative leave, so Ryan Pepio gets to start, and Ryan Pepio was really, 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 really good. He took a perfect game into the seventh inning, ended up getting broken up by a single uh, by Josh Bell, but Pepio continues to impress so far this season. He was, you know, we've talked about how he won a starting spot out of spring training. Was going to be in the Dodgers rotation to start the season, and then he got hurt and ended up missing almost the entire season. Uh, and now he's come back and he's pitched in four games two of those games starts, two of those games bulk innings, and he's allowed two total runs in 21 total innings for an, an ERA of 0.86. He has 17 strikeouts in those 21 innings. He's only allowed two walks in those 21 innings, and he's only allowed nine hits in those 21 innings. So, by any stretch uh, or by any way you look at his numbers, they're they're pretty good. And, and last night, he had only three strikeouts, but again, he was able to get through seven scoreless innings. And even those only you know only three strikeouts, he did have you know. Uh, Double-digit swings and misses. He got ten swings and misses, uh, especially on the changeup. On the changeup, he had fifteen. Sw- he threw it thirty-four times. He got fifteen swings on those thirty-four pitches, and of those fifteen swings, he got five swings and misses. So that's a pretty good percentage for his changeup, which is his bread and butter pitch, which is the pitch you know that that really got him to where he is. And then on the fastball, he got four swings and misses on twenty-four swings, and then on the slider, he did get one swing and miss. Out uh, of um, six pitches He threw the slider nine times Through the fastball 41 for a total of 84 Pitches so 84 pitches for seven score Of the that's pretty efficient And yeah like I said he looked Really good he looked he looks comfortable And he and he looks Like he knows he belongs now And I know he's kind of alluded to that A little bit so far in, in some of these Conversations he's had with media uh Before and after games but I mean you can really See it and you know, we talked yesterday about maybe, you know, giving these young guys some runway, especially going into the postseason and, you know, kind of seeing what what we got in. You know, at this point, Ryan Pepio is going to get at least three more starts, I would imagine. And, you know, if three more starts that are, you know, maybe not taking a perfect game to the seventh inning every time, but if he's giving the Dodgers consistently five, six innings, you know, two runs or less allowed, maybe three runs or less allowed you got to consider him being, you know, started going into the postseason, And obviously it's, it's all going to be contingent on a, on a few things. And, you know, we've talked about piggyback situations and just having a bunch of pitchers and figuring out how to get 27 outs. But if, you know, the Marlins are a potential first round opponent and, you know, he shut them down for seven innings, uh, Lance Lynn couldn't do that. And, you know, Lance Lynn's also someone getting consideration He also shut down Arizona, who's a potential, you know, the last time, five innings. That's also a potential for, you know, he's it's not like he's, and then he went five innings, gave up one run the first time, his first outing of the season, which was against the Marlins. So, you know, he's not facing, you know, the A's or whoever. He's facing competition that would be potential first-round matchups, and he's been able to dominate them. So, you know, I don't see a reason for them not to consider him as a real starter in the postseason rather than someone that's piggybacked. He's, you know, he's going to be stretched out fully. If not already, he's going to be stretched out fully by the end of the season. He should be ready to go. And, you know, we don't know what we're going to get from Kershaw. Uh, we don't know, you know, you don't know on a – you don't know what you're going to get from Kershaw health-wise, like how long he's going to be able to pitch or velocity and all that kind of stuff. You don't know what you're going to get from Lance Lynn stuff-wise or, you know, is he going to be able to guess when you miss? Is he not? And Bobby Miller's probably the one true, like, constant right now in the rotation. And even then, he's still a rookie, and he's a guy that's going over the most amount of money he's ever pitched in a season. So, you know, there, that will be something to monitor. But I, I feel like Bobby Miller's in a good spot, and he's going to be ready to finish out the season. And now you got Pepio, fresh arm, looking really good. So I do think he's going to have heavy consideration, obviously, for a postseason spot in general. But, you know, a couple more starts like this, and he's going to be a starter in a postseason game, whether game one, game two, game three, or in the NLCS type situation, game four, whatever it is, he's going to get innings. He's getting innings in the postseason for sure, almost at this point. Now it's just a matter of, you know, do they trust him to be a full-on starter, or are they going to go with, you know, the matchups and, and everything else, and, you know, who knows, but. Everything's looked good so far. The changeup has looked really good. The slider's there just to keep people honest. The fastballs, you know, had some life and and been able to move it around and spot it and and use it to his advantage. So it's been really fun to watch. You know, Pepio was a guy who came up last year, and, you know, we we always say, oh, yeah, he he struggled. And he did struggle, uh, even though the numbers, you know, show that he was pretty good for a rookie. But he did struggle. You know, he didn't quite have a changeup. He didn't quite have the swing and miss. He, you know, he was getting by because his stuff was good enough, but it wasn't necessarily what we, you know, maybe thought for a highly touted a prospect as he ended up being. Uh, but this year, you know, the product, the final product is kind of showing. And if this is who Ryan Pepio is, obviously he's not going to go seven score this every single time out. But if that's something that's in his bag, that's, you know, can be, Consistently, you know, five, six, seven innings, three, two, one runs—that's you know a very good combination for the Dodgers to have, or a very good guy for the Dodgers to have in their rotation, and and someone that the Dodgers can count on going into October. So, looking forward to continuing to see him in the rotation and see when he can do, and hoping that this is the Ryan Pepio we're going to get for the rest of the way. So. Uh, next thing we're going to talk about, we'll talk about the offense a little bit, and then we'll talk about Mookie Betts, how to come out of the game early. Uh, he was reportedly seen in crutches after the game. And, you know, that would not be an ideal situation if he had to miss time, but uh, we'll see what happens. So that's what's on top. So let's keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs bird dog shorts are great and you know we've talked to you about them before but they make you look good they feel great they are a perfect look for the summer which is coming to an end but you know the hot weather is going to stay probably through october so and in california it's shorts or at least southern california it's shorts weather the entire time so you don't have to worry about all that Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are def- designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing that Lululemon does, but fit way better. And they're functional for any occasion. You can go play golf in them. You can go out on a date on them. You can go to the bar. You know, football's back. You want to go watch some football? You want to go watch the Dodger game at the bar? They, they're good for that. Uh, you know, they're even good enough to wear in the pool. If you're going to work out, if you're lounging around, you're going to work. You know, obviously if not if you're a lawyer, you're not gonna wear shorts. But if you are have casual Friday and you wear shorts, then go ahead and, and wear some bird dogs. So go check them out. And right now, if you go to bird com slash lockdown mlb or enter the promo code locked on MLB at checkout, you'll get a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown mlb for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day every single weekday morning. If you are an everydayer, we appreciate you already. If you're not an everydayer, all you got to do is start listening to us every single day. Remember, if you cannot watch the Dodger game but you want to listen, SiriusXM or the SXM app is here to help you. All you got to do is search Dodgers and you can get the home broadcast for any game that SiriusXM or the SXM app search Dodgers. Let's talk about the Dodger offense a little bit. You know, they had struggled the first couple games here against the the Marlins. They, have you know, struggled a little bit the last couple games of the series against the Braves. Uh, But they broke out in a big way, and they put up 10 runs, and it was, you know, good to see. And it was guys that had either been struggling or we hadn't, you know, seen contribute in a little bit that really did damage. Mookie Betts, you know, we'll talk about him right now. He had, he was one for two couple walks. So he was on base. Freddie Freeman had one hit. He tied the Dodgers LA franchise record for doubles. Shout out to the Marlins ball boy who picked up the ball of foul ball and didn't realize it. And then just casually tossed the ball into the crowd. Uh, But other than that, you know, they come out for two hits only two and two runs scored and one RBI. But then you had Will Smith had three hits. Amon uh, Rosario had two hits and two RBI. Uh, Chris Taylor had three hits and five RBI. And then Kiki Hernandez had a couple hits and an RBI. Miguel Rojas had three hits and scored a run. Uh, Austin Barnes didn't contribute last night, but, you know, he did hit one that would have scored a run. But uh, Jake Berger made a nice play on it. But, yeah, like we've talked about, and, uh, you know, especially going to ring true depending on what's, what's up with Mookie, is that the Dodgers are going to need contributions from the other guys, everyone else, in order to, you know, succeed in October. And this is the type of game, you know, maybe not 10 runs and maybe not all these hits that they had, 16 total hits, but, you know, Will Smith coming through, Ahmed Rosario coming through, Kike coming through, you know, Chris Taylor coming through. Chris Taylor, no matter how bad Chris Taylor's season is, you know, and this season hasn't been terrible, but I'm just saying in general, no matter how bad his season is, you know, I'm going to feel pretty decent about him come October just because he's done in the past. You know, Kike as well. Um, you know, he's come through in October for the Dodgers and for the Red Sox uh, more, you know, more than a few times. But this is the type of offensive output that is ideal for the Dodgers and great to see. Um, they hadn't had a, an explosion like this in a while. So that was fun. You know, and. You know, really only one home run. So 10 runs off of one home run. That one home run did bring in three of the runs, but still all the other runs came, you know, on base hits. And, uh, you know, that's that's always good to see. So shout out to the Dodger offense for doing it. And now real quick, an update. Uh, J.D. Martinez is expected back this weekend. So that'll be another boost to the Dodger offense. Uh, That'll kind of, you know, slot everyone back into where they were before. And hopefully give this Dodgers a boost, offense a boost the rest of the way. Ideal situation is that JD Martinez is fully recovered, doesn't need to worry about anything else the rest of the season and into October. Uh, he's been out for about three weeks now. Uh, did have you know the rehab start with OKC, so hopefully good things coming for the offense. Now let's talk a little bit about Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts came out of the game early. Up it. it was well initially it was you know just thought that uh he came out early because the Dodgers were up by a lot and the Dodgers have been able to do that for you know blowouts one way or the other they've been trying to get Mookie and Freddie off their feet if they can. Uh then it was later reported that Mookie Betts left the stadium on crutches. Uh Fabian Ardia also reported that he underwent an x-ray at the ballpark. Which came back negative, so no, nothing broken. Uh, the incident occurred in the first inning when Mookie Betts fouled a ball off his left foot. He stayed in the game, uh, but apparently there was swelling—you know, natural swelling—that went on throughout the game. Probably, you know, it swelled up a little bit, but he probably felt fine. Uh, but you know, once you take your shoe off when you when you hurt your foot or ankle, once you take your shoe off. It's kind of on the swelling. You really notice it, or it starts to swell up. When you keep your shoe on, the swelling kind of stays down. So I'm sure that's kind of probably what happened. It probably didn't feel great. He got the X ray; was negative. You know, the crutches are a little bit precautionary, just to you know, probably couldn't put some weight on his foot, or it didn't feel great putting weight on his foot. So he was able to you know, get the crutches, keep the weight off. Um, yeah, it was reported. The you know, a lot, some of the reports from the beat guys was that. So everything was precautionary, um, but at this point, you know, we've talked about this where the Dodgers' season is at. If he has to sit a couple of days, it's it's not a big deal. The Dodgers are somewhat locked into the spot that they're in, especially in terms of seeding for the National League. Um, the only you know conceding wins at this point will could cost them in the World Series. Um, because if they play the the Rays or the Orioles, somebody with a record better than them right now, uh, then they wouldn't have home field advantage. But we're not worried about that at the moment. We're more worried about the health of Mookie Betts. And, you know, he's going to want to play. We already know that. And if he can play, he's going to want to play. I'm sure Friday, I I would imagine he's going to be at least out of the lineup on Friday, and then they'll go from there, depending on how the swelling goes, depending on how his foot feels. But, You know, it sucks for him because he's in the midst. You know, he's in the MVP race. Acuna has kind of turned it up the last week or so. And, you know, competitively, he's probably, you know, not wanting to miss time, wanting to get out there, wanting to continue to do well for the Dodgers. But realistically, it makes more sense to kind of slow play this if they need to. And, you know, if he needs to sit out a few days, he needs to sit out a few days. And get back healthy because, you know, while MVP will be fun, would be fun for, for Mookie and the Dodgers, having a healthy Mookie bets in October is a lot more fun for the Dodgers. So we'll, we'll continue to monitor that, see what happens there. You know, obviously we won't talk to you guys again until Monday. Um, ideally when we talk on Monday, we'll talk about how Mookie bets had a good weekend after sitting out Friday and had a good Saturday and Sunday, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's really all there is on, on Mookie. And like I said, the rest of the offense looked pretty good. We're getting J.D. Martinez back. They go and play the Nationals, who have been playing well. But again, they're still, you know, they weren't expected to be that great heading into the season. So the Dodgers should be able to take care of business. and they come back home and play the Padres, which should be, you know, fun in a different way than than previous years. So... There was an update on Julio Diaz arrest and, you know, what does that mean and, you know, what does that, you know, do moving forward. So that's what we're going to get into next. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. And you can get $5 turned into 200 in bonus bets. And you can bet $5 and get $100 off on Sunday ticket, which is only available on streaming now. So, uh, you know, you got to take advantage of that when you can. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Reminder to make Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube. If you're not an everydayer—that's someone who listens every day—you can become an everydayer by starting to listen every single day, or at least close to every single day as you can. And remember, SiriusXM or the SXM app can help you if you can't watch the game. All you got to do is search Dodgers on there, and you can listen to the home broadcast for any game. You can also search Lockdown Dodgers on there if you want to listen to us on there. So let's finish up uh, with an update on Julio Diaz. He is still on administrative leave and all that, but we got an update from the uh, police. And the update was that how how the arrest came to be was that it says, a concerned citizen who saw a man attacking a woman after a soccer match at Exposition Park flagged down police. Uh, the man was unaware that. It was Dodgers pitcher Julio Diaz, according to a report released on Thursday. Um, They've released, you know, limited information, but basically it says someone flagged down officers after the game. The citizen saw a man attack a woman, according to the report. The man and woman were then approached by officers from state police agency that patrols Exposition Park. The officers, quote, determined a physical altercation involving the man and woman occurred. Uh, Julio was arrested, as we know, around 11 p.m and taking in a book and all that kind of stuff. The other report said, and this is, you know, kind of where it becomes something is that ESPN reported that the department of public safety, which is the officers that were outside the stadium, it says the report said DPS officers talked to the individuals involved in determined the physical altercation occurred Uh, which ended up being him getting arrested on suspicion of corporal injury on a or cohabitant. And then it says, additionally, DPS Assistant Chief Chris Carr told ESPN's Paula Levine that a civilian captured the incident on a cell phone, and that video is now in the possession of law enforcement. So, you know, in this day and age, everything has video to a certain extent, and you would imagine, you know, when if there was video, when that video was going to drop, you know i you probably thought or if you were like me that you know somebody is waiting to you know for TMZ or somebody for the biggest payout in order to get the video released but i would imagine if the pol- if the videos in you know police if they have it i don't think it's going to get released by like TMZ or somebody i would imagine that's not how it's supposed to work uh i guess it still could work that way but either way yeah if there's video obviously this makes this case a lot, you know, maybe not a lot, but it would help the case be easier to determine, at least at the very least, if they want to charge Julio um, or not his, his trial set for September 27th, you know, at the very least, you know, it would show, do they have enough to charge him? Um, do they have enough to, you know, after, if they do charge him, do they have enough to, you know, to convict and everything else that's beyond the point. Uh, but at the very least now, you know, is it enough to charge them depending on you know other witnesses or whatever they have and everything they have from that night. But yeah, the fact that there's a video, not that we need video for us or for anybody, you know, to determine how we feel about the situation or determine how we feel about, you know, Julio Diaz or whatever the case is, you know, right there, even if, you know, it wasn't something that a lot of people saw or that, you know, the cops saw directly, you know, they were notified by a citizen and they determined that there was, you know, whatever it was, that there was enough that happened and that was enough for it. So, you know, you, you, you feel how you want to feel, but, and at this point, like for the Dodgers specifically or for, you know, yeah, for the Dodgers specifically, it doesn't necessarily I don't think it necessarily matters like what's on this video, whether it somewhat exonerates Julio or, or not. I don't think it's a matter of he's going to pitch for the Dodgers again, regardless of what's on this video. It would have to be. Yeah. I don't know. It would, It. I guess it would have to show that he did nothing. And even then. Then you question, well, well, then why was he arrested? You know, there's a lot of questions there. But <clears throat> I think the video and everything else is going to, I would assume, you know, I don't know how much authority MLB has. You know, they're doing their own investigation. You know, I don't know if they can ask the cops, like, hey, can we see the video, whatever the case is. But all this stuff just lends itself to suspension for who they like, you know, how long is the suspension? Uh, that would, you know, definitely contribute here. Um, and and all that type of stuff, I you know, I think in regards to the Dodgers specifically, I don't think it really matters at this point. He's not going to pitch this season. Realistically, the administrative leave is going to run through the rest of the season and then he'll be a free agent. And I just don't see the Dodgers bringing him back um, for, you know, not just I mean, specifically for this reason, but, you know, also on the baseball side of things. He wasn't pitching as well. You don't know how much you can commit to him and everything else. So, you know, regardless to the Dodgers specifically, I don't think this matters, but for him and legal purposes and everything else, you know, them having a video in possession uh, obviously can change things in in that regard. So that's the update there. You know, we obviously don't want to keep talking about this situation and everything else. We will update – as we see fit or as things come out, I don't know how, you know, between now and September 27th, when the his trial set for, I don't know how much more information we'll get. You know, the police have been pretty tight lipped about any information they've put out there. And, you know, even the, the video part of it wasn't a full on report. It was an ESPN reporter who talked to, somebody and got that information. So we'll we'll see what happens there. I know that they said if there, anybody has any, they're still looking for, I guess, witnesses or anybody that has information uh, to contact the exposition park police. So there's still, you know, obviously ongoing investigations happening. So that's it on on that front. Like the Dodgers go to Washington to take on the nationals and then they go back home the Nationals have been a better team in the second half of the season, but they're still, you know, not a great team. But they have some fun young guys. Uh, for the Dodgers, it's going to be a, a, well, at least two of the three games are going to be started by rookies. Emmett Sheehan's going to get a start. Bobby Miller's going to get a start, and then I think one of the they still have a TBD for one of the games. I believe Sunday's game. It's Mackenzie Gore and Emmett Sheehan on Friday. You got Bobby Miller and TBD on Saturday, and then you got TBD versus TBD on Sunday. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, you know, at this point, like we talked about yesterday, seeing these young guys the rest of the way um, and determining, you know, if they're going to be able to be a factor in October is really the, the basis for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, Bobby Miller is essentially a lock at this point. It would have to take. I don't know. Even if he has three bad starts, I still think he's a lot to at least participate in October in some capacity. So, and then Sheehan's obviously, you know, there's, there's spots available. There's innings available. There's outs available for October right now. And it's up to these guys to go out there and get it. So, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to get uh, subscribe to us. Make sure to find us where we get podcasts and on YouTube. I got to do a search for Lockdown Dodgers. The everydayers are a group of people that listen to our show every day, and you can be part of that group by listening to our show every day. You can tell your friends, family, coworkers, uh, people in the street, anybody wearing Dodger gear about us and say, hey, if you want to, you know, Learn more about your Dodgers for 30 minutes every weekday morning. I got a show for you, and it's called Locked on Dodgers. You can f- listen to the home broadcast for any Dodger game, SiriusXM or the SXM app. All you got to do is search Dodgers. And you get the home broadcast for any game. You can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Locked on Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter, at Snydog. I'm at Vincent's 91 DMs are open on Jeff and I's accounts if you need to get a hold of us. You can also get a hold of us via email, lockedondodgers at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863 Lock. That's 5625. We're here every weekday morning and we hope you'll be here with us when you get in your car. Or if you're at home, text Smart Device by Podcast, Lockdown Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one.